0: Hey, this is Sari, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network of Podcasts. Greetings, former Decepticons. This is Starscream, and you're listening to Transformation Animation Podcast.
2: My name is Optimus Prime, and this episode of Transformation Animation Podcast features Stephen C. Phillips, Mike Blanchard, and Michael Wilson. (laughs)
5: And welcome to episode 20, the final episode of Transformation Animation Podcast. I am your host, Steve, June and Mike, and joining me is Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. Optimus Solo, hello. hello. Yeah, that kind of failed, dude. <laughs> I would like host it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and the late and unprepared Pecan Court Michael,
6: hello. Hey, how's it going?
5: It's going. So what have you been up to, Optimus Solo? You've been kind of like dead in the water for a while. No, I sure haven't. Uh, I've
4: been pumping out all kinds of Christmas content at BehindTheVoiceActors.com, watching lots of movies to try to get as many movies in as possible in 2011. I I counted it, and I saw 35 movies this year of the new ones that came out in 2011. So, uh, yeah, did a blog for the top 10 movies of the year. Um, Besides pumping out content at Behind the Voice Actors and watching movies, um, not a whole lot in the online Internet world.
5: That needs to change in 2012. That's your New Year's resolution. I'm giving you your New Year's resolution. You need to be online more. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what, what about you, Steve? What are you been up to?
1: Nothing. No, I, uh, I finally beat Arkham City again. For so like I the seventh time? Well, I beat all the side missions. And I have all the extra skins uh-huh. for Batman. So, yes, I got the new uh, Batman Incorporated one as well in there, and um, I pretty much have been uh, taking over Twig, and, yeah. um, you know, tweaking, yeah. tweaking over there, tweaking Geekcast Radio, um, hmm, what else have I been doing? Oh, yes, I've been uh, doing side jobs, uh, doing virus removal on people's computers,
5: Oh, sweet!
1: Oh. I'm doing one as
5: we speak. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What about you, Mister Wilson? What have you been up
6: to, Mister
5: Wilson?
6: Oh. Sorry. Hey, hey! I, I just started my vacation. Yes. The uh, the university pretty much shuts down uh, from yesterday until after Christmas. So, or actually, until until New New Year's. Yeah. so i'm I'm off work until next year, sweet, yeah, so my uh amount of free time has expanded exponentially,
5: <laughs> which has then been decreased by all the rims you are not yeah. you know, well, All the, the skies
6: who's been rimming all the skies I've been rimming exactly <laughs> uh yeah, well, that was yeah, I'd spending a lot of time playing Skyrim, mm-hmm. but it's a fun game, I like it.
5: And for me, I've been getting blogs ready for GCR. I'm going to be syndicating some of the GCR stuff over on Twig. We're doing this show. We've got next week, we've got the uh, Year in Review podcast. Uh, i got two more, two more Jump the Sharks to get through, and then that's pretty much it until like the first, second week of January. So... Um, got any decorations up on that house, Mr. Wilson? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. yeah we right. are recording this two days before Christmas, and it will be posted the day after Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Boxing Day, everybody.
6: What? <laughs> Merry Boxing Day to all.
5: There you go. <laughs> but I'm not
6: Canadian. Boxing. That's a Canadian thing, isn't it? Yeah. They don't all have Christmas. They have Christmas in Canada. What are you talking about? No, I didn't say that they didn't.
5: They do, but <laughs> Boxing Day is a Canadian thing. Boxing Day is like... It's, it's like
1: celebrating it Grandma getting run over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> run
6: over by a reindeer. Sorry. Like, happy Hanukkah, happy Quasa, happy Boxing Day?
5: No, now get happy off everything. my lawn. <laughs> happy everything. There you go. That works. <laughs> okay. So tonight we are going to be embarking on the final journey for Transformation Animation Podcast, and after this, we will be getting into our discussion.
2: I'm Sentinel Prime,
0: and I approve of this message.
5: Alright, so we are back, and the way that we are breaking down the finale for Transformers animated our coverage here on GeekCast Radio Network is we have several categories. Overall favorite episodes, overall favorite characters, best moments from the series, worst moments from the series, overall least favorite characters overall least favorite episodes, thoughts on the toys, which will probably just be me and Michael talking about that, thoughts on the almanacs, and then we're going to do the final thoughts on TFA as a series. So, Kevin, what are your um, <laughs> overall favorite episodes?
4: Ooh, starting with me. Excellent. Um, I have five. There was uh five episodes that I... I made it easy for myself because I rated each one, obviously, if you remember, throughout the podcast. And uh, I had one that got a 7.5, and I had four that got eights. So my 7.5 one was A Fistful of Energon, episode 23. Uh, That was pretty cool, and there was really no humans in it. Um, Not the greatest ending in the world, but uh, it was fun. Lockdown, uh, Omega Supreme, Bounty on Starscream. It was good stuff. Um, Then my four eights were, one of them was for This Is Why I Hate Machines. Um, We got to see Shockwave show his true colors. Um, We had the whole Ratchet Shockwave showdown, which was cool. And it was cool to see kind of like the political side of Cybertron and the humorous side of Starscream's character. So I liked that one. That was episode 40 um my other one of my other number eights was the episode right before that episode 39 which was decepticon air um got to see alpha trion swindle um they mentioned the quintessons and nebulos and the Coneheads. um it was just a cool episode overall then episode 34 where is thy sting um we've got a nice start to that episode with jazz and ultra Magnus. Um, we had the wasps slash bumblebee idea, which I thought was a pretty cool idea. Um, only bad part about this episode was the jet fire jet storm appearance. Um, so yeah, I liked that episode and then like the ending of it. And then my final one was episode seven, way back from the beginning, the thrill of the hunt. Um, some cool homages with the Hector Amir's thing. Um, I don't know, I just kind of liked this episode overall, Um, probably because there was no humans, but those are my five favorites.
5: All right. What about you, Steve? What are your overall favorite episodes?
1: Okay. Um... Don't laugh. (laughs)
5: There's
1: nothing funny about this crap.
5: Yes, yes there is, because you're struggling over there.
1: (laughs) Why am I struggling? I don't know. Just let him speak, Mike. I kill you with a spoon. Um, I like the warped three-parter, which counts as one episode.
5: Yep.
1: Um, I like Predacons Rising, because anything to do with any type of Beast Wars, doesn't matter to me if it's in continuity or not, I like it. I like the Endgame Saga. I like Garbage in Garbage out because you have Ruttgar, a.k.a. Weird Al, who rules. Uh, And the Megatron Rising, just because he comes back and kicks some ass.
5: Exactly. What about you, Michael? What are your favorite episodes overall?
4: Do we have time for this?
5: <laughs> wow! There's God, a lot. Talk about hitting below the belt.
6: I'm just gonna go down the list. There's only 35 of my favorites. Hold on. 35 out
5: of 39. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you already know which ones are my least favorites. It's just last yeah, four. Pretty much. <laughs> um. No, I. I think I have a uh, special liking. For anything that has more than one part, yeah. so Megatron Rising Part One and Part Two, uh, A Bridge Too Close Part One and Part Two, uh, Transwarped has all of three parts, and all of them were awesome. Uh, Endgame Part One and Part Two was really really good, especially that final parting shot. Uh, the 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 exception that proves the rule here is Human Error, <laughs> Part One and Part Two, and you know I I liked the concept of them being in a virtual world and, and waking up human, but not for two episodes worth. That got a little yeah. bit old. Uh, aside from those, what some of them I, that I really liked uh, were Elite Guard, where they introduced the Elite Guard, uh, introduced Ultra Magnus, who was just a great character, uh, Five Servos of Doom, which had lots of ninjas.
5: Which, Kevin, doesn't like ninjas.
4: What? No, I, like ninjas. You know, I don't like cyber ninjas.
6: I was about to say who doesn't like ninjas and oh Kevin doesn't like ninjas never mind. <laughs> it's a subset of ninjas I don't like. <laughs> just, they had them not... in G one technically. I know, and I didn't like them then either. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, well, it's, it's more than just ninjas. I mean, you've got uh, uh, George Takei coming in there. You know, you uh, voicing Yolkatron. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, Yoki-san, but that's... Yoki-tron is the actual character, but... Yes. But, yeah, Yoki-san is the, the guy it was modeled after, which is... Right. You know, again, really, really cool. They throw uh, they throw this so much homage into one episode. It's just pretty amazing. But uh, I'll leave it at that. For me,
5: pretty much the same thing. 35 out of 39. <laughs> I mean...
4: You cheat in all these things. <laughs> I always have these oh, categories. What,
5: oh, whatever, mister. I'm going to list two movies at number seven, and yes, I'm going to cheat because I can't pick. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I really dug Transform and Roll Out, the original quote-unquote film that introduced the series. I thought that was a pretty neat thing. Uh, Megatron Rising. Um, I really liked Sound and Fury. I thought that was a nice way to in- introduce Soundwave. It was a unique way to introduce him. Um, the elite guard jazz is just awesome.
6: Uh, Agreed.
5: Auto boot camp. I like this for the continuity aspect and seeing the the backstory of Bumblebee and Bulkhead and all the other bots and and just seeing where they came from. Uh, you know, you guys already mentioned a bridge too close and transwarped. No, I mean. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and Michael. I managed, did. Yeah. Bridge too close and Transwarped. It's not our fault that you hate the series. I just listed
4: five episodes I liked.
5: Anyway, um <laughs> Of course for me with Transwarped, you know, the first five minutes, after that, everything else is gravy, but the first five minutes was the best. Uh, where is Thy Sting? I did like that one. I liked Decepticon Air. I thought that was um, a unique thing. It was a unique concept of having you know Transformers reenact a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> Who got to play Nicolas Cage? I forget. Probably Sentinel. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this is why, Hey Machines, I love this one because we actually get to see... More of cyber. That's the one thing we hardly ever saw in the series. You I mean even once the elite guard showed up in season two, we didn't really get to see a lot of what was going on on Cybertron until this is why. I, this is why I hate machines. Um, and of course, Endgame for that final parting shot. Uh, all right, Kevin. Overall favorite characters.
4: All righty, we got a top ten list here. Um... <laughs> I have to give an honorable mention to Starscream's head, though, <laughs> um, to start off the, the list of here. <laughs> honorable mention to Starscream's head. Um, and then you guys are going to disagree with my first two, but uh, my my 10th most favorite character is Bulkhead. No. <laughs> I'll just get the first two out of the way since you're all going to disagree. My ninth one is Lugnut. No. Um, so I like those two. <laughs> like those two. Um, th- some of them are just kind of side characters, but uh, n- number eight, I put Blur, even though he wasn't there very long. And number seven, I put Retgar. I thought the, Retgar- the scenes Retgar was in were all good. Um, even if he was in a couple crappy episodes, um, his yeah. scenes were good. Number six, I have Ultra Magnus. Uh, he was just badass. Number five, I have Arachnea. I thought she had some of the most... Uh, I don't know, complex character development in the entire show, and they actually did a good job developing her character, so like her. Force.
5: You hated when she cried.
4: Yeah, that's different. That's coming up later. Um, number four <laughs> would be Swindle. He was just cool. He was way cooler than he was in G1. He was very cool. This is one of the only characters they did better in animated than they did in G1. Um, so Swindle gets a lot of credit there. Number three, Shockwave. Uh, number two, Lockdown.
5: I already know what number one is.
4: And of course number
5: one is jazz. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Favorite characters? Um,
1: I would have to say in no particular order. Uh I like Megatron. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> um I like Redgar. Would have never guessed that. Uh, ha ha! <laughs> Shut your face. Uh, I like Blur, jazz, and I like Ultra Magnus as far as he looks, but he was a little bitch in the show.
5: The problem with Ultra Magnus is he was very underutilized. I mean, he was this—you know—overall. I mean, he's basically the Transformers version of Thor as far as with the hammer and everything else, but he's he's so underutilized, and as I said when we were talking about the episode where Shockwave was going to finish him off, I was half expecting him to wake up and just bitch-slap the hell out of Shockwave, which didn't happen, and I was kind of disappointed at that. I, I mean, he is a very cool-looking character. When he is in action, he's a very awesome character, but he was just too underutilized. Fair enough. What okay. else, Steve?
1: Uh, I like Shockwave. Mm-hmm. Just because same voice actor. Yeah. Direct homage. So yeah, that's just same thing with Border. That's why I like those two. Um. Pretty much that's it for me. I mean, I liked Prime 2, but he wasn't my favorite. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I like pretty much those, and that's about it.
6: What about you, Michael? Favorite characters? Well, let's see. I liked Angry Archer and Meltdown and Nanosec ooh, ooh, and ooh. Professor ooh. Princess. Yeah, Can we edit this out? I'm, I'm just going down the Super Villains just to make you guys... Just to make your eyes twitch. You know, the, awesome the, the twitchy eye. Yeah. If you could put in the sound clip of a twitchy eye, that would be awesome.
5: <laughs>
6: Actually. Uh, I liked... Uh, you know, I, I have to clarify here that there are some characters that kind of popped in just for a second, uh, like Yoki Tron, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to mention those. Right. Because, uh, you know, although some of those are, some of those guest appearances are, are the best. Um, but I, I really I have to agree uh, with Kevin that Black Brachnia had perhaps the most, uh, you know, fleshed out background, the most interesting background. Yeah. Uh but also if Etchett had a lot of backstory here. And yeah. a lot of background. And his was very interesting. Uh the Skywarp clones. All of them.
0: <laughs>
6: I mean I I just really enjoy what they have to say. <laughs> 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 it's just it's just really it's just really funny. Uh, Swindle? And Lockdown, who, you know, maybe the exceptions to the rule, but no, they showed up more than once.
0: Oh, yeah.
6: yeah. Swindle popped up a few times. Lockdown popped up a few times where I really didn't expect him. Which yeah. was kind of like when Starscream had a bounty on his head. It's like, how did that happen? But, uh, well,
5: Starscream did, you know, destroy uh, try to destroy Megatron. So, of course, Megatron's going to put a bounty on his head.
6: <laughs> Several times, yeah. But yeah, locked out. Anything by Lance Henriksen is gonna be awesome. I love Lance Henriksen's voice. Uh, he—I mean, as an actor, he's pretty cool. He's done a lot of neat stuff. But uh, as a voice actor, it's always cool to watch a cartoon and hear him because you know yeah. it's him. Uh, I—I would—I would almost say the same thing about Swindle. Oh yeah, Fred Willard. yep. Uh, Fred Willard is awesome. In fact, I—I I was watching TV. This had to have been like yesterday, or today even no, maybe yesterday. But uh we were watching altogether too much hub now in the morning. Uh and, <laughs> and yeah, so Hub has these old navy commercials.
5: Yeah, and he's doing the voiceover he's for the old doing, Navy.
6: Yeah. He's not in the commercial, but you can tell it's his voice.
5: Oh yeah.
6: And it's like, oh that is so Fred Willard. How cool is that? Yeah. So that that's that's kinda neat too. Um I'd say lastly, you know, there's Megatron. And I'd have to say that I, I don't want to say I was disappointed with this Megatron at first because he wasn't G1 Megatron and he wasn't like the Beast Wars Megatron. He was, he's his own entity. He's his own person. He has his own personality. Uh, and the, the more you hear from him, the more you enjoy his personality. Oh yeah. You you come across, uh, you know he's he's very powerful and yet he has a guile to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's smart and powerful and he's manipulative and it just comes through. And some of that is inferred. It's like, well, you know, did he really mean to pit Lugnut and uh Shockwave against each other like that to get what he wanted? Yes, yes, he did. And yes, yes, he did. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't come out and say it, but it's like when you think about it, you go, "Wow, he is the smartest guy alive."
1: <laughs>
6: yeah, but yeah, he's just it's in, I don't want to say in retrospect, but yeah, he's so likable as a bad guy, yep. and more so than maybe some of the other Megatrons, barring possibly Beast Wars Megatron. Yeah,
5: I, you know, no disrespect to David Kay and what he did with Beast Wars Megatron, but I am so glad that they went in a different direction for Megatron because we've had David Kay as Megatron to this point from Beast Wars to Armada, Energon, and Cybertron. So I'm glad that they went in a completely different voice direction for Megatron this time, and I'm very glad in this series that they did not attempt to get Frank Welker back, because obviously that's what happened in Prime, and we'll get to that way down the line. Uh, Any other favorite characters for you, Michael?
6: Uh, All of them. Yeah, all the humans. They're all my favorite. (laughs) Love them all equally. As far as me,
5: what I like about Optimus Prime is his overall character development through the series. Um, you know, he is the young leader. He is, you know, trying to atone. and Not, not really atone. He's, he's trying to live up to what Ultra Magnus is and what Cybertronian leaders of the past are. And he does have a lot of good character development. Because by the time you get to Endgame, he's ready to lead. I mean, he is battle-ready, he's battle-hardened, he's seen it all, he's died like 20 million times. You know, I mean, he he's ready to run shit. So that's why I liked Optimus. Sure, does he have his, oh my god, what-the-fuck leader moments? Sure he does. Even G1 Optimus had his what-the-fuck leader moments. So, uh, Swindle, I, I mean, Fred Willard as Swindle. I mean, how, more, how much more awesome can that get? I mean, it was, you know... It can't. You know, he could sell your own mother to you, for Christ's sake. (laughs) I wouldn't
6: Um, buy her. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Uh, I like Soundwave mostly for the homage that he is with the tape deck stuff. I did like the new take on Ratbat and and Lady.
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
5: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I thought that was kind of cool. I like that his voice is vocoded, but I wish it would have been Frank and not Jeff Bennett. Um,
6: No, Frank just would have done Dr. Claw. No, no, no. Vocoded, dude. (laughs)
5: No, no no Not this Dr. Claw stuff. As I said in the very beginning of this podcast, I have main I, I will always maintain this opinion. This entire series is Ratchet's story. If you look at every single episode, it starts with Ratchet telling backstories as the old Autobot. It, you know, continues to his past days as a medic, you know, pretty much killing RC. Um, and then getting her back on her feet and getting her back to life and everything else. So I really liked all the stuff with Ratchet. Um, Rodimus Prime, well, you know, <laughs> it's Rodimus. And it's, you know, it's... Should have been Frank. Shut up. Um, it's, uh what's his name? Judd Nelson reprising the role. Uh, I really dug Blitzwing in this. I thought Blitzwing was hilarious, specifically the crazy face. I thought that was just so funny. Oh, quit your sighing over there.
6: I think it was a funny gimmick the first couple of times.
5: <laughs> and finally, Blur, just because of John Machida. Uh And Shockwave, too, is one that I kind of sc- sc- uh, glossed over. But Shockwave and Blur are probably the two best... M- I mean, I know Blur only really showed up twice, but, you know, he has an overarching story from season two into season three, so I just love that about them, so...
4: You forgot one. Wait, what? You forgot one.
5: what did I forget?
4: You didn't say anything about jazz.
5: Oh, shit. <laughs> well, What is there to say about jazz that hasn't already been said?
4: I mean... <laughs> All
0: right, fair enough. Um,
5: you know... Uh... I almost wish that – I know they wanted Phil Lamar to do his own spin, and I love that he put his own spin on it, and I love he has the the jive talk that Jazz has. But just hearing his scat man was awesome, and I almost wish that there was a little bit more scat man in Jazz. Um, I think that would have been really awesome. So moving on to best moments from the series – Kevin, you got anything?
4: Yeah, I do. Um, I liked most of the scenes on Cybertron. I liked the way they did the scenery. I liked the way they did the backgrounds for most of those shots, um, minus a couple. Those were cool. I liked, uh, I don't know, like 90% of the flashback scenes, um, except for that one instance where they early on did stuff that made no sense but uh but most of the like especially the prime magnus flashbacks were really cool um as well as a a lot of the ratchet ones so i like the flashbacks i like the scenes on cybertron um i liked any scene that jazz was in um i liked the you have a
5: specific i'm gonna pull what you did to me do you have a specific i even wrote that thinking of you actually
4: i wrote that thinking of you i said if he can do it i can do it um (laughs) i like most of the uh Scenes in which we see Starscream's head or Bulkhead's head without a body. Um, I like Starscream a lot more in season three, especially the moment his uh, comedic moments. I liked way back in the beginning when Lugnut was uh, talking to Megatron in Lugnut's own head. Um, when he was hearing Megatron talk to him, and that was right. kind of funny because nobody else really knew. I liked the G1 homages, the, the more subtle G1 homages, like Krem Zeke, uh Hector Ramirez, um, and then mentions of like the Quintessons and stuff like that. That was cool. Um, and let's see, one more best moment. Um, Prowl dying, I have written down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sadist. Sorry,
6: that's all I got. Prowl is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got, guys.
5: Why, why is Tina Turner's song, We Need a Hero, flashing into my head, ow?
1: Because you're lame. <laughs> Shut up.
5: <laughs> I bet TFA Megatron would kick your ass.
1: I bet the uh, TFA Megatron would get zapped into a portal and just get stuck there because he's a doll in ass.
5: <laughs> What about you, Steve? Any uh, uh, best moments from the series? Well, let me see. Best moments of the series, I'd have
1: to say the introduction of Rekka, the revival of Megatron, Starscream as just a floating disembodied head, (laughs) which was awesome. I agree. Um, The trash compactor of Blur. Hey! I didn't say (laughs) that it was like, it's not the worst. It sucks (laughs) what happened to him. But that okay. was quite interesting. <laughs> You've never seen somebody get turned into a damn cube before, would it get destroyed?
5: Through the power of the cybernetic space cube.
1: AKA <laughs> Blur! <laughs> but yeah, those those would be my private.
5: Awesome. Uh, uh... Wait, I have that written down twice. Holy crap! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what about you, Michael? Favorite moments of the series?
6: Oh, let's see.
5: Um All of them. Every last one.
6: <laughs> I really like the uh the Black Arachnia reveal.
5: Yeah.
6: And, and along came a spider when we found that, that uh well, you know, they don't beat or you over the head dead. with it completely, but yeah, it's she she's a lady one. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, of course she is. Uh, but the key part about this particular episode is that it shines a spotlight on the root cause of, of so much of what has gone on throughout the whole series. I mean, you, you find out why you know, Black Arachnia had to leave the Autobots. You find out why uh, Sentinel Prime hates Optimus Prime. You, know, you find out why Optimus Prime washed out of the Academy. Ultimately, I mean, there's all these different things like dominoes that fall into place directly due to what happened in this episode.
5: Oh, yeah, I completely agree.
6: Yeah, the only other one that, that came close was uh, Thrill of the Hunt, which was Ratchet's first flashback, in, where, again, it, as you mentioned, a lot of what happens in this series directly relates to Ratchet. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of what goes on afterwards, you find out, had everything to do with that episode. But uh yeah, the Black Arachnia reveal is i believe key. Oh yeah. uh, I I really liked the Beast Wars cameo in Predacons Rising. Even though it wasn't really a Beast Wars cameo. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Shouldn't read too much into that though.
6: Don't read it too much into <laughs> that. That's right. Uh I liked Oh, I can't remember if this is endgame one or endgame two. But uh the point where megatron actually remembers optimus prime's name and he's like oh you do remember my name because it was an ongoing thing maybe two or three times it happened where he's like my name is optimus prime
5: that was um it was after it was after he said it
6: (laughs) after he said my name is optimus prime i think so
5: I don't remember. It's been uh, so long since I watched the episode.
6: I think it, happened, it had to have happened in at least the first episode, where he has he's asked Tom Megatron who he is. Yeah. And then later on, it happened at least once or twice more, where he's like, "Okay, seriously, my, you know, you know my name, don't you?" But at yeah. the end, at the very end, right before he stomps on him, he says, "Okay, Optimus Prime," and he says, "Ha ha, you do remember my name." But I, I like that a lot. That was. That was cool. That was like, alright, you have arrived. Megatron knows your name. Uh, and and maybe one of my favorite shots, at least the one that I would like to see most put into a, uh, a like a background screen for my computer, is uh, the end shot where Prime has the hammer and the Matrix of Leadership and they have Megatron tied up. And they're kind of yeah. like coming off of old, uh, uh, Omega Supreme. That I I I'm pretty sure that's on the site somewhere, but that's an it awesome is. shot. That's a fantastic shot. And an excellent way to end the series.
5: Oh yeah. Uh for me, um Megatron finally getting his own body back and basically just handing the Autobots their asses in Megatron Rising.
6: That was awesome. He jumps out of the tower. He's like, "Ha." Yeah. yeah, that was great. Star screams,
5: You interrupted my speech! Line. I love that. Uh, the only time I will have anything good to say about these two characters, I loved it in the Halloween episode when the bumblebee bat was crawling all over Tented Bulkhead. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cool.
6: <laughs> I liked all the holiday
5: episodes. Uh, you know, seeing Blur just and, and just having John Moshita back, Swindle the same thing. Uh, I've come around to liking Angry Archer. He's the only human villain I actually like. Um, anything with Jazz, anything with Rodimus. Well, the first five minutes, he had anything with Shockwave, uh, except the fact that he killed Blur. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mentioned earlier the character development for Optimus, um, and all all the cameos. Uh, you know both in uh, in uh, This Is Why I Hate Machines and and, and at the end of Endgame. Uh, you know, you freeze-frame that, you can see every major Transformer in history so far. No, you can't. Well, for the most part. Yes, you can. Not even
6: close. I disagree. Booyah! <laughs> well,
5: the, the ones that they wanted to put in there.
4: <laughs> you just went from every one in history.
5: Anyways. <laughs> um... I like I like Kevin Michael Richardson's version of Omega Supreme a little bit better than Phil Lamar's. Phil Lamar did an excellent job, but I just think Kevin Michael Richardson's voice fits Omega a little bit better. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, worst moments of the series. Before I let Kevin go, let's just get this out of the way right now. The key, Nuff said. <laughs> I don't need to say anything more. About the fucking key.
6: Is there <laughs> a particular use of the key that you find Anyone most of offensive?
5: <laughs>
6: I got one later on. Oh,
4: Lord. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I
6: felt for course. sure you were going to jump on the magic toilet. Yeah, that is what I'm, that, that is uh, my
4: specific one. No, is that uh, the
2: specific one? Yeah. But... <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club? Computer solitaire,
2: huh? Ah. <laughs> oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No by law. 18 plus terms conditions apply. See
4: website for details. My worst moments unfortunately, I mean I have I have 8 of them. Well, I have 8 repeating ones and one separate one, but the problem with the worst moments for me is that they are all repeated. It's not something that's done once. Like, my favorite moments only happen one time. But my least favorite moments happen throughout the series, and it's why the series is not good. Um, But here we go. (laughs) First off, the key. That is number one repeated bad moment, and specifically when it's used in a toilet.
6: A toilet with a keyhole.
4: That is number one. Move that aside. Uh, (laughs) Number two is... All of the different moments that include what I call Transformers speak. Um, we've been over this, but uh, I, yeah. it's just terrible. Um, what is it? Transform-ups instead of push-ups? And, yeah. uh, but s- they're What's actually
6: transforming when they do it.
4: It's so stupid. Um, <laughs> I like just it. Just trying to change regular everyday words into Transformers words bugs the crap out of me. So that's number two bad moment in the series. This one's cheating, but number three is any moment having a human in it. Sorry, the humans Uh, are terrible in this series. Even when the lead
6: characters are humans?
4: Yes. (laughs) Number four is when human traits are given to Transformers. When they are drinking and sleeping and crying and doing things that Transformers would never do. Um, I hate all of those moments. Um, I loved the good homages. But there was some terrible ones. A dog named Sparkplug.
5: Well, they didn't <laughs> rectify that. No, they didn't. Because they, yes, they did. Because they do have a human named Sparkplug too. So.
4: But there was just so many bad homages, and especially um, the Beast Wars reunion at the end of Peticon's Rise. Mean, moving on, um, they. <laughs> uh, Anything with the Headmaster unit continuously showing up was terrible, although I did like the Transformers that were just heads walking around. I just didn't like the other end of the equation. Um, I thought he laughs. counted
6: as a human character.
4: Yeah, that's why I don't like the Headmaster unit at all. Oh, okay. I'm saying I like the heads that the heads of the Transformers when they lost their bodies were all right, but not the bodies that had the Headmaster unit on them. I'm not talking about the headmaster person. I'm talking about the actual headmaster unit, the stupid-looking robotic head that got put on other people's bodies. That's what I didn't like. It wasn't so much the human character. Um, The anime transformation power-up sequences. Hopefully everybody knows what I'm talking about. The two minutes of stock footage? And we've been over that with the whole lights flashing and colorful backgrounds instead of the actual backgrounds. Um, And then just two more... uh, I just have written down here cyber ninja bullshit, um, <laughs> <laughs> especially uh, especially when they gather all of the pieces um, at the end there, the pieces of whatever you want to call it, all spark or whatever. Um,
6: and then lastly, over meta.
4: Yeah, that whole thing. And lastly, uh, sorry, being a robot. That's my one of my worst. That was the one that wasn't repeated, though. That was just a separate one. <laughs> Those are my least favorite moments from the series.
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh, Steve? Everything. <laughs> with Come on! Everything with a human in it. A villain that's not a Transformer. A non-recurring Transformer. Sentinel Prime. Um... Hmm. What else can I say I hate about it? Um,
6: he recurred. What's that? Sentinel Prime was a recurring character.
1: I know, but I hate him anyway. <laughs> okay. That that character should have never been included.
6: There was a period in there and not a comma. I'm sorry, I, I, I misheard that. <laughs> he,
1: he was a POS. Um, yeah, I I think that about sums it up. Any Any scene that included those? Should have been re- erased from the series.
6: Yeah, you're no fun. All
5: right, Michael, all.
6: do you have any worst moments? I, I I'm not going to go with the uh, you know trail of, of worst moments there that all the time. I'm going to go with specific worst moments: keyholes and toilets. It, it, well, no, I, I didn't question that. I just nodded my head and said yes, that could easily happen. I lock my toilet all the time. <laughs> With a key. How dare With you use key. My Everyone you know, must
1: get your permission to take a shit.
6: You never know. Nobody <laughs> wants to reach your hand back there and fish around for stuff. So.
4: You'd much rather get an upper decker. <laughs>
6: Sorry. Um, I, I didn't like it when uh, Lugnut became Comic Relief. Uh, I mean, I really I liked Lugnut... Uh, I don't want to say I liked him. He was kind of my least favorite character, but uh, oh, I already broke it up. No, that <laughs> we're not going into least favorite characters right now, but as far as like the opening Decepticons, he was kind of my least favorite Decepticon. Uh and and the problem though is is that he started off as a complete badass. You know, he was the he was the strong guy. He was the the uh the Decepticon equivalent to uh Bulkhead. Yeah, and he he had the the punch of kill everything, and he was like ha oh, he was just he was just you know overzealous in his worship of Megatron, and that was his only flaw. But as we get forward, we introduce new Decepticons like Shockwave, and and we, I don't want to say Lugnut takes a, a back seat to some of those, but you, yeah, in some cases he does, and he's used more for comic relief than being a badass at that point. And that's kind of... I, I don't want to say a failure of the writing, but... But it was. It was, yeah. <laughs> Another failure of the writing. <laughs> uh, and the, again, this happens around the same time that Lugnut becomes a comic relief, and that was uh, when Shockwave breaks character. Uh, I mean, I i like Shockwave... I want to say G1 Shockwave. I like Shockwave, the you know, cold calculating bad guy who's who uses logic above all else you know and i, I really enjoyed it when he turned purple which was awesome It's was like woohoo he's purple that, hmm. that should have been one of my fave moments actually when he, when he uh, attained his true colors, true
0: colors.
6: <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's
5: why i love you
6: shut up steve uh,
5: <laughs> that wasn't even Steve that said anything Oh, uh, was it? No, that was up, you, Steve. wasn't it? I that didn't say was... sh- oh, No, that wasn't Steve, that was you, Michael No, no That no, was, was, was me That was Kevin, I thought that was Steve That was somebody, Steve's it wasn't me, I know that Because I was on mute so. Uh, anyway. Anyways So don't be afraid Yeah, that's you right there
6: I sure. was just the first one Anyway, so Shockwave breaks character. I digress. Uh, (laughs) Shockwave. At some point, Shockwave goes from calm, cool, calculating to, uh, you know, kind of knocking over Lugnut and laughing at him. And going, ha ha. You know, and that, I want to say it only happened in one scene. But it it bothered me to the point where it was like, that's not Shockwave. Hmm. And that, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like it when, sorry... Found out exactly what she was and why she was there and didn't tell anybody. That She's pis- Megatron's kid. I know exactly why I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> why? Well, I'm sorry, the series just ended.
0: <laughs> I'm Megatron's kid.
6: <laughs> exactly. I'm Megatron's toenail. He's <laughs> clipping his toenails one day and so went,
5: flew across the after... cosmos.
6: He wanted a robot girlfriend.
1: <laughs> he made a robot girlfriend and made a robot baby. Oh, oh baby. my
5: god! Can we move on, please?
6: Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Brown Lastly, uh, I didn't like it when Bill Fagerbakke died. That really he
5: was... didn't die.
6: I thought he died. I don't know where the hell I heard it or what made me think this. Okay,
5: Wait, when we we explained this to you in that episode. Died. The character he played on that television series died the actor did not
6: die. I thought he died though and I was like it's a shame that this talented wonderful human being who did this character we all love died so tragically and young <laughs> and I didn't know he didn't actually die but, <laughs> That's but a great he didn't He's not yeah that was like my least favorite moment when I thought little <laughs> he died.
5: Good lord. Mike. What? <laughs> I I don't know. Least favorite moments. Oh, okay. We're there. I didn't know if he was done yet or not. Check it out. Oh, oh God. Holy cow. Um, everybody always complains yes, that Bumblebee is no longer a Volkswagen. It's not G1 Bumblebee. It's not Dan Gilvazan. You know...
6: I didn't complain.
5: Well, what I mean by everybody is all the dumbasses on TFW that don't know what the fuck they're talking about.
6: Um, I seem to remember you being the first one that said, I hate this show. This is all crap. That's not Bumblebee.
5: Well, yeah, but I've learned since then. So, <laughs> But at least I gave reasons why I hated it. I didn't just say, oh, I hate this because it's not G1. <laughs> Well, it's not necessarily just about G1. I mean... Well, for most people it is. But anyway, um, hmm. you know, Bumblebee can be whatever alt mode that you want him to be. I don't care if he's a Camaro. I don't care if he's a Mustang. I don't, I don't care what kind of car he is. But Bumblebee's characterization in this was not lovable, was not fun-loving, didn't feel like he had anything to offer a friendship to sorry for. He is loyal to her. That's about it. Um, his voice, I'm sorry, Bumper Robinson. His voice is basically Beast Boy, and I hated Beast Boy's voice. So I was
6: going to say, he was Beast Bumblebee's Boy.
5: Bumblebee's voice sucks. Uh, and this, th- this version of Bumblebee is doing stuff that you wouldn't think a Bumblebee would do. Are we talking um, about
4: moments or characters?
5: No, I'm talking. But but basically,
6: the, <laughs> can you know the moment to a particular is, moment?
5: <laughs> the moment is Bumblebee's horrid character. Uh, anytime he interrupts Prowl, when Prowl is trying to meditate, or you know, anytime he decides that he needs to open his mouth. 18 plus. Pretty much. <laughs> and bullshit comes out. Exactly. Uh, oh. uh, anything with Professor Princess, that bitch does not need to be in this series. Ever. So Ever. we're just talking about characters. No, we're t- I'm talking about moments. <laughs> He's talking about them crazy bitches. Uh, bulkhead Moment. as a human, the entirety of that scene was just god-awful. Not even taking <laughs> into the bulkhead, fact that I don't like taking Bulkhead a in poop. general.
6: <laughs> I got a poop. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and and Michael already mentioned this, but I'll mention it oh. again. The fact that they start storylines and never get to fucking finish them.
6: That was a pretty important chunk of storyline, to be honest. I mean,
5: yeah, it was.
6: You know, Why reveal that she's a robot and then say, oh, we're not going to tell you the rest of it.
5: We're not going to tell you the rest of it <laughs> because of Ezra it pulled the plug because they would rather put more into this shit movie called Revenge of the Fucking... Anyways, moving on to least favorite characters. Kevin, what are your least favorite characters? Uh,
4: Okay, I got another top ten list. Um, (laughs) Least favorite characters. For number ten, this is the one I'm cheating on, but uh, I really don't like the main characters. Uh, There's very few main characters that stand out, um, and it's not a good situation when the cameo and guest appearances are better than the main characters. So... I have to give one spot to the lack of cool main characters. Um, Number nine is all of the Seeker clones. Just didn't care for the clones. Um, I did think there was some creative dialogue and some writing there that was good, but I just didn't care for the idea of Seeker clones. Um, Sorry. I I did like the dialogue with them, though. Number eight, Prowl. Uh, (laughs) Fucking (laughs) bastardized with my favorite G1 character. Um, Moving on seven blitzwing the voice work here was atrocious um probably the worst voice work in the entire show for blitzwing i just even when he was fighting with himself yeah it just was bad the voice the voices were bad it did Um, get old pretty quick yeah (laughs) sentinel prime is number six and it's not his fault that's how they wrote him but they wrote him as a very dislikable character. And so I disliked him. Um, <laughs> number five, red alert. I know that's kind of cheap because that was one scene, but
5: you don't like the gender bending. We no, know
4: no gender bending. Um, I apologize to all of you, but number four is Yoko um, What? Yeah. Yep. Cyber ninja bullshit. Um, uh, number three is Striker. Yeah. We talked about that earlier. Um, number two, Jetfire slash Jetstorm. I think people can agree with me on that one.
6: Are we going in order of horribleness? Because I think that should have been number one.
4: No, yeah, that was number two. So it is almost the worst character. Um, only beaten out by number one, human villains. And sorry, (laughs) all of the human villains. And sorry. Now I didn't mind the other human characters. I didn't mind uh, Falzone and um. Simdac and uh, some of the more, some of the just general human characters, but the human villains, the cheap, like, kitty human villains, and then, sorry, the human slash robot. That gets my number one spot.
6: I was going to say, because she's not really a human.
4: No, but she's <laughs> portrayed as one, so she counts.
5: Steve, least favorite characters?
4: Oh, okay.
1: Sentinel Prime. The humans, <laughs> non-transforming villains. Um, Prowl. Yes. Yeah. Bumblebee. You're
6: just kissing up at this point. Volcan. <laughs> Lugnut. Is so, that it? Yeah. Everyone they introduced in the first episode. Hate them all.
5: <laughs> what about you michael least favorite characters uh
6: well I, i'm not gonna go out and say oh i hated all the main characters because that's just rude honestly <laughs> why, why are we here if we don't like the main characters that was know? a good question that was what i was questioning <laughs> well, the entire well, time. we <laughs> didn't know
1: that until we started watching the show
4: now we realize what we really don't like
6: Three episodes into it, and I said, God damn, no, is but, Optimus Prime hateful?
4: <laughs> no, but, but seriously, hold on a second. Seriously, go back to what uh, and review uh, the part of this episode that we just recorded where we listed our favorite characters. Three people said Blur. Uh, we had multiple people say Retgar, Ultramagnus, Blackrachnia. Three people said Swindle. Three people said Shockwave. Three people said Jazz. None of those are main characters.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
4: I'm just saying.
6: I mean, they yeah.
5: become main. Car- I mean, they become mainstays because they have more than two episodes characters? in. The- but yeah, the original five Autobots or six, uh, however the hell many Autobots there are. Yeah, outside of Megatron, I, we did not name a. We did not. I,
6: I said. I said Ratchet. Didn't I,
5: I know,
4: but we had like okay. You and Mike said Ratchet, but nobody was saying Bumblebee. Nobody was saying Bulkhead. We had Megatron. I'll give him the credit.
5: And I said Optimus for his character development. That was just one person.
4: You
6: don't. Yeah. Well, I thought Optimus was implied. I mean, no, Optimus is never implied. No uh, Prowl, I really think Prowl should have had more backstory before they killed him off. But okay. <laughs> anyway, or, or, anyways, or, anyway. Uh, my least favorite characters uh, would have to be. I'll, I'll start off with Grimlock because I know that's going to be the most controversial.
4: Fire out of the head. Except- <laughs> Just
6: throw it out there added in there <laughs> edit <laughs> uh, uh, yeah grimlock uh, I mean honestly uh, I think we've had this conversation before in the past. The Dinobots were misused mm-hmm.
5: yeah it 's not so much that at least for me it 's not so much that i don 't like the dinobots in the series i don't I, what i don 't like is the misuse of them
4: well it was it was a constant throughout the series as far as introducing groups of characters and doing nothing with them i mean. It would have been really cool to see the whole group um, with Rodimus and all those guys again. We we didn't see any. We saw them once. We saw the Dinobots misused. I mean, at some points, they were just introducing characters to introduce characters, Mm. and they had no plans of doing anything with them.
6: Right. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, he'd show up, and he wouldn't say anything important, and then wander off, and and the rest of them didn't say anything at all, and one of them yeah. turned out to be a dog. So I, the Grimlock. Now I I I really think that he deserved better from this series. Agreed. Uh, didn't like uh, Safeguard, Jetfire, Jetstorm. Uh, did I I I don't know. I can't understand a damn word they say. Maybe that's and they look stupid. Why? Yeah, and they look stupid, and they transform horribly, and the combined mode is just crap. Uh, And especially when you look, and and you'd have to break out the uh, Allspark uh, Almanac, the Allspark Almanac, if I can get it out of my (laughs) noggin here, (laughs) the second volume actually has a picture of what Safeguard should have looked like, or at least what Safeguard was meant to look like in Transformers Hero, or Heroes, Uh, and it, it, it looks at least twice as good as what we got. Maybe not good enough to actually be built as a toy or as a, included as a character because it's still kind of a lame concept. But, you know, it, I think that, that, yeah, that character should have been scrapped with heroes because it was just so bad. Oh, yeah. And once they found out that they couldn't do it the way they wanted to, they should have just scrapped it and wrote somebody else in. But no, I, I just didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like Waspinator. I didn't like Actually, him at first, but I grew on me. No, I I mean, at first it was like Wasp in Auto Boot Camp, and you know he's he's kind of a dick, and he's mean to Bumblebee, and it's like oh, it's anti Bumblebee, and you start seeing the possibilities here, and then at the end, you know he he says his first word is Waspinator, and he's like you know. He says something like, I'm going to get revenge on Bumblebee in in, in in what may or may could have been misconstrued as something close to Scott McNeil's voice. Uh, and Maybe that's my biggest gripe because it wasn't Scott McNeil. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he, they, they threw him in there a little bit later and it was kind of, you know, kind of not a great episode. And then they transform Wasp into Waspinator, and at that point, it's like, "Hey, maybe they'll have Scott McNeil do the Waspinator voice." And no, it wasn't—it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> Scott McNeil at that point either. And I, yeah, I just didn't like that character. Really? Uh, I can see that. <laughs> well,
5: I can—I yeah. I can see not liking the change from I Wasp to Waspinator. I felt bad for
4: him Waspinator. because the writers hated him so much.
6: Yeah, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> She's like, get in that pod so I can torture you. And he goes, no, thank you. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, yeah, I feel bad for hating you now because you're going you're to die horribly. Framed. First you got yeah. framed. Now you're going to mutated. <laughs> I just can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah. Waspinator has plans. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wanted to like him. There's potential there. Mm-hmm. Uh, more potential than even Grimlock, you know? But... I, I, I just, first of all couldn't get over that it wasn't Scott McNeil, uh, and two I just didn't think they used that character very well again. And lastly, uh, I didn't like Blackout. And again, it's one of those blink—if you miss some characters, he was only in there for half a second. But it's a character they based off a movie character. Yeah. And that's enough for me to hate him right off the bat. Uh. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a giant helicopter. That's cool, right? But, you know, you look at his head. They, didn't, they couldn't even make a head for him because he's a movie character, and movie characters don't have heads. <laughs> so he's got, like, well, this star thing. I think, I, I think thing. Give Me Your
5: Face Optimus Prime would disagree with that because he <laughs> does have a head.
6: He just claws at shit until his face comes off. <laughs> no, I mean, it was literally, it's like the, a star with eyeballs yeah. on his chest. And that's his head. It, it's just—it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, granted, in the movie, the first movie, when when Blackout actually transforms, that's the first transformation you see. It's totally cool, and he lays waste to an army base, which is awesome. But here, it's kind of a, you know, a knockoff of uh, a Bayformer. Yep. And it just it just doesn't make me happy. Not like Stryka makes me happy. Oh God! It kind of kind of made me uh, equally and oppositely unhappy or happy as, as it made Kevin unhappy. Uh, it must be. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. It's like it's an okay. inverse reaction. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, as much unhappiness as it caused Kevin, it, it it caused me happiness. If that if that makes sense.
5: But I mean, the thing of it is, is she's only in two scenes, and for it being an homage to Beast Machines, it's not, you know, it 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 is and terrible doing Machines. the voice.
4: And, what? And I love Beast Machines, so I should like it, but I just don't.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like when you see Cyclonus, it's like oh, fuck yeah, Cyclonus, you know, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that made me happy. It was cool, and, and again, he's blinking, you miss him, and you never see him again. Right. But it was More so characters cool thrown to see him. in there just to throw in there yeah just just to throw in just for you to go wow I like this series again
4: <laughs> I'm gonna watch and see if they ever show up again and then just exactly. be
6: disappointed <laughs> you're so disappointed at the end it's like they never showed Cyclotus again man where's Hotshot shouldn't there be a whole episode of Hotshot what
4: <laughs> to appease the Unicorn Trilogy people
6: <laughs> Lord. sadly yeah so I mean there, there's <laughs> where's Hotshot <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there's there, there there's that, but I mean that pretty much rounds out my my least favorite characters. But I mean that's not to say that I didn't like the main characters. I yeah, you know, not to beat that dead horse, but, but I did like. Right. It.
5: All right. So for me, I, I was about to name all the main characters. <laughs> no, not actually. Um, my overall least favorite characters, as I said before, Bumblebee. I mean, I've pretty much main already, you know, he has. One intelligent moment in the entire series when he decided not to unplug R.C.
6: Um, Other than that, he sucks. How about that in the first episode where he dives into the nanite monster?
5: That was not an intelligent moment.
6: <laughs> he was being heroic.
5: Yeah, and failing miserably. No, I thought that was pretty heroic. Um, they could have picked... Any other mainstay Transformers character, whether it's from comics, whether it's from G1, whether it's from Beast Wars, whether it's from whatever, to have that fifth place on the team. Yet they created this dumbass bulkhead. Main character. Shut up.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Could have put Springer in there. That would have been great. Would have been great.
5: <laughs> Let's not go there.
6: Actually, I think in there. season four they had they they had intended to bring in uh, Ironhide,
5: and that and that would have been fine. But starting off the series with a character that they created for the series, no. Uh, yeah, Prowl again. I think maybe I, I would you. have liked it. Shut up. I think I maybe would have liked Prowl a little bit more. If they had gone with the original white design and not the black design that they actually ended up with.
6: That, I believe, would have been more of an insult because a lot of people. <laughs> when I say a lot of people, I mean, Kevin. Yeah. Are, a lot of people say, oh, it's not really Prowl because he's more of a Hound personality. Mirage. Well, well, no, I was actually thinking, how, how was the. Hound and Mirage. How... It's a combination, it's a mashup. Okay. Oh, well, granted. <laughs> right. Granted. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe. Maybe people would have liked him better if he were green. Although a, a green police motorcycle wouldn't make that much more sense. I would have liked him better if he didn't exist. <laughs> Toward the end, he didn't. <laughs> Thank God.
5: He's one, ghost of of Prowl. I, one of the reasons why I don't like Prowl is at the very beginning of the series, he's pretty much forcing and throwing his beliefs around on everyone. <laughs>
6: Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> the front door. Oh, night. it's Prowl again. Don't answer the front door. It's Sunday. Don't answer the door. <laughs> Don't
5: answer the door. <laughs> it's Monday morning, 10 o'clock. Don't answer the door. They're going to come anyway and knock on your door. <laughs> they whether, <know> your home. <laughs> whether it be a.
0: <laughs> uh,
5: anyway. Oh.
4: Who are your other least yeah. favorite characters, Mike? Lugnut. Make Again, answer.
5: it should have. They should have used Astrotrain with Blitzwing. I, I hate Lugnut. I liked him. Uh, oh
6: I think Astrotrain maybe should have showed up as part of Team Char. I think he was yeah, there somewhere. That, you just missed. That him. would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, if they like get rid of Blackout, put in Astrotrain, that would have been epic. Yeah, that At least would have then we get to see him.
5: Yeah, uh, pretty much all the humans, but specifically nanosecond professor princess they both suck and the last one which this is no surprise to anyone that fucking snowplow the only good thing about sentinel prime was his cybertronian armored vehicle alt mode everything else about that character i have no remorse for him he basically made his own bed and he's gonna sleep in it now Cause he is a giant fucking douchebag. And I get that we're supposed to, you know, love to hate this character, but he was so just Oh God, I wish they never would've
6: so never put So unlikable. Can
4: can we rewind the recording to when you just said that uh when we went to your least favorite characters, I said they're all gonna be main characters and you said no they're not. And then you rattled off all main characters. <laughs> all the main characters.
6: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, they're not. You can't do that? They're...
5: Okay. <laughs> you know, the... do alright, all right. here's not a main character. All the kids who make fun of Sari with the exception of Daniel, e- e- even though he makes fun of her as well, but I mean, all of the children in the series, that was dumb. Didn't like that at all. There, like so that's children, not a main that, that
4: doesn't justify you. your lying to me. Shut
5: up. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> moving on to overall uh, least I
6: don't appreciate your ruse, my what your clever attempt to deceive me.
5: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> overall least favorite episodes. For me, pretty much anything that isn't listed in my favorites. <laughs> so pretty much the oh, last four God. episodes of the series Well, you know, three's a crowd sucked, uh Nature Calls sucked. Um you know, there's Velocity.
6: Velocity was alright. And and Sorry Noah's Home.
5: Yeah. There, That's there the pick. four I picked! Anyway.
6: Uh, alright, so Same
5: Kevin, for- what are your nice. least favorite episodes?
4: Alright, well I was trying to come up with five like I did for my most favorite, but I had to have six, so I apologize. I had two that I gave three out of tens, and that was Velocity, episode 21, Pointless Racing episode, and episode 27, Sorry No One's Home, Um, yeah, those were both terrible episodes, so I gave them threes, then it got worse, then I had two twos, um, one of which was Total Meltdown, I don't need to say anything more, and The Return of the Headmaster, and the least... Well, the most terrible episodes in the series <laughs> um, would be Nanosec, which got a 1 out of 10, and Human Air Part 1 and Part 2 got a 1 out of 10.
6: Oh. See, I seem to remember you saying Nature Calls was really, really bad because it they was. shouldn't go camping. I think
4: I gave it like a 4, so it didn't quite make the worst of the worst. Uh... So Velocity, Sorry's No One Home, Total Meltdown, Return of the Headmaster, Human Air, and Nanosec
5: what about you steve worst or least favorite episodes
1: um least favorite episodes
5: yeah Uh, ones you just can't stand
1: okay uh nanosec headmaster uh return of the headmaster I think those are pretty much the the main three that I really can't stand.
5: Right. I I, I can
1: tolerate the other ones, but those are the three that I really can't stand just because of who's in it.
5: Yeah. All right, Michael. Least favorite episodes.
6: Uh, yeah, I think I already covered that. <laughs> uh, no, I I didn't like Velocity. Uh, I didn't think that that pushed along the story at all. Uh, They could have possibly reused these characters. I mean, thrown them in somewhere. I don't know. Anywhere. Uh, I mean, technically they introduced Blur, but they didn't say this is Blur.
5: Right.
6: I didn't think it was Blur. Because he didn't transform. It wasn't until much later where he go, Oh, the Blue Racer is Blur! True. Um... I didn't like "Sorry, No One's Home." Uh, I I didn't like "Home Alone" the movie <laughs> at all, and and that that basically you know kind of biased my opinion on this show. Uh, I didn't like "Nature Calls." I kind of had you know, again the same as uh, "Velocity." I kind of had the feeling that that this was a throwaway, just really no reason to do this. Um, I mean they they may have uncovered Megatron's body toward the end as a, as a barnacle monster. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I I think they could have found a better way to do that than to wrap a crappy episode around it. Uh, and I didn't like Threes a Crowd. I mean, I... It's like... Uh, I can see where you wouldn't like the Headmaster, or the Headmaster unit, but now we take a Headmaster unit... And a forklift and uh, an all spark piece and and make a, a another character out of it, uh, you know. And sadly, it's a character that's not for other Constructicons, right? So the, yeah, so that kind of bothered me, uh, it, you know. And all he does is dance around saying, "You got a problem? You got a problem?" And yeah, I I had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just was as as thrilled with this one yeah and you know it would have been different if they had after that episode if they had wrapped it up with look they combine or look three more headmaster headmasters or three more constructicons you know that would have been cool but you know no they didn't they end up with a scrapper on an island with a beard and a dog (laughs) (laughs) Uh at a soccer ball named Wilson. <laughs> I, I just yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that was just a failure. Didn't like what they did with that at all. Uh-huh. But those are the one well, I I said I, I, I disliked, you know, four out of the thirty nine, or I I, I liked thirty five of the thirty nine, so those are the four that I disliked.
5: Yeah. Um, now this next section is probably just going to be Michael and I uh, because I don't think Kevin really has any interest and I know Steve doesn't Uh, thoughts on the toys Uh, the toys overall were great Uh, you know safeguard is definitely for children it's not for a collector (laughs) me. Um, all the repaints that they did I thought were pretty cool Uh, The Megatron Deluxe mode, the Cybertronian Megatron Deluxe mode, that sucked. Um, I wish there were more Leader Class figures. Uh, I think, you know, that was kind (laughs) of
6: underutilized. Leader Class Bumblebee. No.
5: No, 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 no. I mean, like, Leader Class Starscream, uh, Leader Class Blitzwing. That doesn't rip my thumbnail off, thank you very much.
6: I would have preferred to have seen a leader class Omega Supreme.
5: Oh yeah, that would have been awesome.
6: Or an Ultra class. If they yep, that would have been awesome. Supreme class. If you can yes. call it that.
5: The um, the shockwave repaint, the purple repaint was an awesome, awesome toy. Uh, I like the blur toy. Obviously, Rodimus and RC and all that stuff. Um, I wish we would have gotten some of the stuff that we hadn't. Uh, what about you, Michael? Overall thoughts on the toys
6: uh, What I liked about uh, almost all the toys i mean without without an exception is the amount of personality they put in i mean if you look at like bumblebee he 's got that smirk uh, he can do all the poses he's a very posable figures so he can do all, all the all the uh, the poses from the show um a lot of characters just—I mean—they—they they just exude the personality that they portray on the show, and they—they they mold that into the face, and uh, you know, in in some cases, even into the repaints. So, I liked that. I liked the fact that they made multiple size classes. Yeah, uh, I mean, some people don't like the activators. But uh, no, I, I hate
5: those things. They're too small for me.
6: <laughs> well, you know, I, I again, you know, we we can go back to the, to the, uh, toy episode for this, but you know, I like the fact that they were easy to transform and they were small. Uh, you don't want to have to buy five or six repaints of the Voyager class figures. You know, like <laughs> Starscream, they they could have made uh, a Voyager class Skywarp and a Voyager class. Uh, I don't know dirge. They did make Voyager class Skywarp. Maybe I'm thinking of Thundercracker. Yeah, yeah you're that's thinking right. Thundercracker. Okay. All right, so yeah, so you know, basically what I'm saying is, there's these repaints that you expect to see, right, and, or you would like to see, and uh, so like like the secret jets, you know, and you don't want to spend twenty twenty five dollars for each one. Well, you can get these smaller ones for five bucks or six bucks or whatever the price point was at the time. Uh, to a lesser extent, you could say the same thing about the Legends class figures, but they really didn't do much with the Legends class figures.
5: I mean, the Activators technically were. I mean, even though they had the gimmick of the activation, the activator, the Activators were technically the Legends class figures for animated.
6: Not, no, no, not really. I mean, there are Legends class figures. There's a, there's an Optimus and a Prowl and a Bumblebee and a, a, a Starscream. Uh actually, I thought there was yeah there's a ratchet there too. uh, I'm kind of peering into my cabinet to see what I can see here, <laughs> but no, I mean there there could have been more um I think at the time there were a lot more movie style legends class figures, yeah, but that's uh, yeah. the
5: issue. the movie legends drowned out anything that animated tried to do
6: yeah i I honestly, I could have done without the legends. For animated, I don't, I don't particularly like them. Uh, I would much prefer to see more activators. Uh, the activators that they were coming out with, especially some of the repaints, were, you know, questionable. Oh yes. Well, I mean, you know, like uh, the 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 Grumlock repaint. It's yeah. Neat, but eh, you know, they had the um, lockdown repaint. That was a bandit lockdown or something. Yeah, that was just dumb. It's, yeah, it's like, why? You know, where's my, where's my, uh, you know, white repaint of Soundwave? You know, why can't I have that? Uh, you know, something that relates to the show. You know, where's where's my uh, Galvatron repaint of Megatron? You know, things <laughs> like that that would have been cool to see. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I liked the toy line. I I... I I didn't feel at any time when, you know, as I was buying them, I didn't feel like, God, I could skip this. Right. Yeah. You know, it it wasn't like that at all for me. It's like I was actively hunting for these figures and some of them were really hard to find.
5: Oh yeah. Well, you know, you had to go back, go in the back room of target and steal a bunch of them. So
6: exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, literally, I had to like (laughs) go hunt for them where I shouldn't have been hunting. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Steve or
5: Kevin, do you guys have any just, like, one-note thoughts on, on the toys? I, I know I know you guys don't really pay attention to the toys, but did you guys want to say anything about the toys? Um,
4: the only reason I didn't buy and couldn't buy any of the toys, they're probably one of the only lines of Transformers toys, I've never bought a single one, is because they look like Transformers animated characters.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> it is the toy line that they're from. <laughs> Sorry.
4: I like my toys but, to look a little more uh, a, a sophisticated. But you bought the movie toys? No, I have a couple. Uh,
5: hey, <laughs> they look more Shock sophisticated Wave,
4: than the animated.
5: That no, that that purple animated Shockwave is probably the single most sophisticated toy that animated line ever put out. I mean, out they ever. don't look
4: like they're for little kids.
5: Uh, oh, that leader it's, class it's,
6: Ultra
4: Magnus—that's a great toy. I don't know. I, I didn't see all of them. I saw the ones that I saw on the shelf the most, and
6: that turned me off enough. Oh,
0: right.
6: uh, like the you, oil Steve? slicks that yes. clog the shelves. Yeah. Yes. No. Nobody wants that toy.
5: <laughs> what about you, Steve?
6: Um, well, uh,
1: I bought, didn't buy any because of money issues. Right. For the most part. Otherwise I would have had maybe the Megatron, uh, Ultra Magnus, probably Prime, just because I like having, a, you know, a couple of each. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I'd have to say money was the main issue for me. Yeah.
5: All right, so now we're going to do a couple of quick thoughts on the Jim Sorensen, Bill Forrester, Transformers animated AllSpark almanacs. Kevin, have you seen these at all? No. I mean, have you even? You, you've never seen them. Okay. Um, Steve, what do you want to start with? Just some general general thoughts. Not. Wow, that was weird. General thoughts on the almanacs. Genital thoughts. Shut up. Not genital. Shut up. That's not what I said. He likes that word. Of, yeah, I got Shut plenty up. of
6: genital thoughts. Would you like to hear them? Shut X up. X is up. down there. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> Steve, general thoughts on the almanacs?
1: Um, I'd, I'd have to say overall that it's it's uh, pretty neat seeing uh, some of the alternate styles that or directions that things could have gone in. And in some of them, I wish they would have taken up the alternate. And then some of them, I'm glad they didn't. Uh, So, I mean, there's a lot of nice uh, features in, in the books themselves that, that kind of help understand the show a little bit more.
5: Yeah. What about you, Michael?
6: I think these are great books. Uh, They're fantastic resources. Uh, I liked the second one a little more than I liked the first one. Uh, I mean, the first one is awesome. Again, it's a great resource. Uh, a lot of fantastic art in there. But the second book, the second volume, uh, really answered some of my questions about season four that I had. Uh, it, it showed a lot of images of prototype toys. Um, it showed a lot of, you know, the repaints that never happened. And I. I just found it a lot more interesting than stuff that I already knew of.
0: Right. I mean there's
6: a lot of creativity going into both books. It's it's just really well written and I I really enjoyed both of them, but the second one was a a bigger treat than I thought it was going to be and oh, like, yeah. I I kind of wish I had bought it sooner. <laughs> Cuz now I mean you said, "Oh, we're going to have an episode on it." And I was like, "Ah, fine, I'll buy it." You know, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I I wish I had gotten it sooner. It was really great.
5: Yeah. They are really great art books, and it's an insightful journey into what Transformers Animated was. I mean, you have four words written by Derek J. Wyatt, and and, um, who was the other one written by? Uh, Matt Youngberg. Uh, um, You know, you've got all the little ins and outs of what season, like little things that you might have missed watching the series, like Wyatt toys or you know, Swindle's, uh, fact sheet of what, you know, his, his journal of who ordered what and who owes what and all this and all that. The, the second volume has, yeah, his ledger. The second volume has a lot more to offer as far as the season four, potential season four stuff, what could have happened. Uh, the look of making the, you know, the resin models and the toys and all that. And it's just very, very awesome so we are going to take a break you're going to hear some ads i we going to come back to close the show
6: transformation animation podcast we'll be back
1: after these messages
5: 2012 marks the 30th anniversary for masters of the universe we here at the gcrn are celebrating with a brand new series of podcasts the powers of Skull series will cover every episode of every motu cartoon yes even that crappy new adventure stuff Join Optimus Solo and tf One Mike as they tell tales of Eternia, discover the myths of Etheria, become masters in space, and finally, masters of Grayskull. You can find the Pogs Podcasts in iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Good journey! I have been itching to give my new wheels a spin. <laughs> Besides, any species that could
2: come up with a sweet ride like this can be all bad.
0: Operation
5: no, there will be no Operation Interference. I am TFG1 Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG1 Podcast. 24 episodes covering the entire US run of the 1984 Transformers cartoon. I also have a few supplemental episodes and an interview with Stan Bush. I bring in guest hosts who will be full-time co-hosts in Steve Megatron and fan of the show, now co-host, Pecan Court Michael. So check out the TFG1 podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transform and roll out! Time, kids! <laughs>
0: Welcome to my throne room, Future Tales. The Beast Unleashed podcast is over, not gone. You can hear more of this great podcast discussing all the episodes of Beast Wars and Beast Machines on GeekCastRadio.com. We include voice actor and writer interviews with stellar hosting by Steve, Mike, and Michael Head on over to iTunes, or the net, or else I will send you my vehicles to extract your spark and destroy you. <laughs> yes. You can now hear the GeekCast Radio Network while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is a free use and talk mobile app available for your smartphone. And when you download Stitcher to hear GeekCast Radio, you'll have a chance to win money. Downloading is quick and easy. Just find Stitcher in the App Store. During registration, hit the promo code box and enter GeekCast Radio, all one word, to get automatically entered to win $100. The latest episodes of the shows will be waiting for you in your favorites. You'll get access to lots of other amazing shows too. Always available to you on demand, no syncing. It's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter promo code KeyCast Radio when you register.
6: You gotta tune up
4: or tune out, old bot.
0: Is this thing on? Oh, goody. Why, hello there. It's your old Uncle Joker here. I bet you're asking yourself, what could I be possibly doing here of all places? Well, I'm laughing at the fact that this new podcast presented by Geekast Radio is called Legends of the Dark Knight. Who the heck knew the bat was so popular? Ugh. Join Steve, Mike, and sometimes Taylor for reviews on the greatest DC animated universe, cartoon, to ever meet Gotham City. So join moi for the talk of the town, or I'll send Captain Clown after you. He gets mighty angry when he doesn't get to have his garbage skull. So put on a nice big smile... And join us for the next GeekCast Radio Network podcast, Legends of the Dark Knight.
5: (laughs) Now back to
6: Transformation Animation Podcast.
5: So we are back, and Kevin is still with us. We haven't kicked him back to Cybertron I don't think he's going back there anytime soon. It was cold and dead, and there was no golden age, right?
4: It just wasn't entertaining enough at Cybertron. On Cybertron, it was disappointing.
5: <laughs> so, final thoughts on Transformers Animated as a series. Uh, for me, Transformers Animated is a nice departure from the crappy bullshit that we got in the Unicorn trilogy. Um, it does have its issues, Sure but it's a nice take on the Transformers. I thought it was a nice, different way to look at it. And one of the things that people, now that I I hear them mentioning, is, oh, I don't like the anime stylish of it. Well, the thing of it is, is the art direction and the anime style of the animation, the art direction is coming from Derek J. Wyatt, who before this worked on Teen Titans, which that show is heavy anime.
6: Even more anime, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not a good thing, folks. No, it's not. (laughs) I I liked that series. I thought it was great.
5: Uh, You know, TFA has its moments, has its awesomeness. It has its down points. Um, Overall, I still can enjoy certain episodes. So what about you, Kevin? Final thoughts?
4: I mean, there's a handful of good episodes. There's a handful of good characters. The voice work, for the most part, minus uh, a handful of characters, is pretty good. I mean, so there are good things about it. Um, it has the huge downside of the actual overall look and style, which most people can't get by. Um, and it's always been said that if you can get by that or get used to the style, that there's some great writing and great stuff in there. Um, but I can tell you that that's a lie. That's just not <laughs> true.
0: <laughs>
4: um, no, you, even if you get past that, you will still be left with a shitty-ass written show. Um, but overall, I will put it ahead of the Unicron Trilogy, even though I have not seen the Unicron Trilogy in its entirety because it's so bad. Um, Trust us. But
5: we are, can, we, can, we are not lying to you when, when we say Armada and Energon it,
4: suck. It boils down to this. Uh, Beast Wars and Beast Machines are light years ahead of this. No one should argue otherwise. Um, Transformers Prime is way better than this, even only through one season. Oh,
6: Which, really?
4: Yes. G1 I, is
6: I can't way agree. better than this.
4: Um, so those shouldn't even really be in the argument. Those four, Beast Machines, Beast Wars, Transformers Prime, and G1 are in a league of their own. So th- what it comes down to is... Is Transformers animated better or worse than R.I.D., and is it better or worse than the Bay movies?
5: I don't count the movies because those are live action. I mean... I'm mean,
4: i just saying, in the Transformers, TV movies, life franchise, whatever, I don't know, I'd have to go back and watch all of R.I.D., um, but honestly, I would put this one in the Bay movies. I, I might even put the Bay movies ahead of this.
5: Wow. Wow. There's yeah, something it's... wrong with you in that instance, dude. I know.
4: I mean, those are the three. You have the four that are way above, Beast Wars, Machines, Prime, and G1. They're on a level, uh, different level. Then you have the Bay movies, RID, and this in the middle group. And then you have the Unicron Trilogy at the bottom. Where you put them in those groups is up for debate, and you can have your opinions, but there's three separate groups of Transformers shows slash movies. Huh. There's a top, middle, and bottom, and this is in the middle.
1: Steve? I wouldn't say it's the best series it's not the worst i'd say it's somewhere in the middle uh i wouldn't i I would rank it better than rid or the armada energon cybertron
6: did you watch rid
1: i watched all of them okay so i i can make that statement whereas uh blanchard cannot (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh, I've seen a couple episodes of Rit. A couple just...
1: episodes doesn't co- constitute having
4: seen it.
5: Oh, yes, it does. No, because no, you
1: can watch
4: a couple episodes of Transformers animated and think it's great, or you could see a couple and think it's the
1: worst. Anyways, thing ever. hence why I liked Transformers <laughs> animated before we started doing this.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple. It was fantastic. And then three seasons later, you're like, "Oh my god, don't make me do that again." Pretty much.
5: So Michael,
6: <laughs> final thoughts uh, I really enjoyed the series uh, I'm one of those few people apparently that can get past the human characters uh, they can get past the tweaks that they made from uh you know the g one counterparts uh, i I actually enjoyed this more than uh, I enjoyed Beast Machines. Blasphemy. Beast, Ma- no, no, Beast Machines. You know, while a continuation of Beast Wars, which Beast Wars, honestly, is probably the best written cartoon series ever. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 in its own league, to be honest. But Beast Machines did not did not continue that. The characters continued, but. You know, honestly, were they the same characters? No, they were written by people who had no respect for the original characters, or the original series, uh, who didn't even watch the original series or know anything about it. I mean, there's just no way you can carry on characters like that. Uh, it was a dark series, and it had its moments, but overall, wasn't that great. Disagree. Nah. <laughs> back nah. around
5: to animated dude. We're so, not, back around animated. I would, you know,
6: honestly, if you had to put them in order, you know, it's like you know you you've got beast wars up at the top and you might have like energon at the very end and you know pro, you know t- from for my money right beast machines is toward toward the end and this is closer to the top
4: you are on drugs
6: and honestly i might even oh if i had to, if i had to place this you know in a continuum I might even put it ahead of G1 You're mainly because mainly because the characters here are similar enough to G1 where oh hear me out here they're similar enough to G1 where it's like hey you got that G1 goodness going on but there's a story arc here which G1 never had G1 there's was a story arc written. in Transformers Animated yeah there's several
4: <laughs> several that are never <laughs> finished
6: which make no, them the same couple, as one-off Several, episodes. and a couple that were never... Well, you know, you've got, like, the whole Ratchet Omega Supreme story arc. You've got the whole... Well, there's not uh, G1, and... too. Well, there's a story arc in G1?
4: As much as there is in Animated.
6: No, in G one, there, there's the overall idea. There's good guys versus bad guys. No, but they start each on episode... the
4: Megatron, Optimus feud until it climaxes in the movie, and then you have the Rodimus Prime picking up. That's all the overarching story. It's it's not a story. That's good guys.